Hey peacekeepers, welcome back to another episode. It's been a while. How are you guys? How are you doing? How are you feeling? I hope you're feeling okay today. If you're not great, then I hope then just okay, just trudging along. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I am going back to school. I'm currently enrolled in a couple of college courses, you know, whatever. The point is, is that a big topic in these classes that I have been taking that's really gotten my brain juices flowing was the topic of ethics and leadership and basically how you think ethically is how you are as a person. So I dug deep into this giant rabbit hole, you know, libraries and stuff, <laughs> just about ethics. And honestly, I found myself lost in there for hours, so it probably wasn't a good idea. However, I did kind of just gather up the main points that I'm trying to make because I feel like this is a good conversation that we need to have, not just like me and you but just as humans just in general because we really need to focus on how we think and why we think that way but i feel like a lot of people just choose to ignore the things that are happening and i hope that i'm making some sense here but i feel like most of the time i never make any sense on this podcast so you guys are probably used to it but thanks for coming back and listening every time so with all that being said let's get started with some ethical dilemmas. So generally, humans see the world in either black or white, and we usually let what's in between fall through the cracks and really kind of pretend like they don't exist. A lot of people like to tell me, you know, not to take things to the heart or that I feel things too deeply, but my issue with that is, like, you guys can pretend and be in your own little bubble, but like when I don't know, penguins start sledding around in America, then let me know that you don't believe in global warming type shit, you know? <laughs> but anyway, right or wrong, nature versus nurture, good and bad, are all things that the general population thinks is either one or the other. And depending on your answer to these questions, you are obviously labeled either A or B, left or right, you know, Republican or Democrat, yuck. But <laughs> what if we all took off our little rose-colored glasses and really asked ourselves the hard questions? So would we also become the people that we see as bad or immoral or unethical? And I think a lot of people like to say like, oh no, that couldn't be me, you know? But if it really came down to it, would you steal to save a person you loved? Because if you answered yes, then obviously you are gonna be an unethically correct or an immoral person if you think that that's okay, you know? Do you understand what I'm trying to say here? I hope so, because sometimes I don't. <laughs> so when you think of ethics, morals, virtue, and value, does your brain all go to the same place under the same definition? Because if you answered yes, then you're incorrect. All of these words separate or are separated by way of thinking. So ethics is defined as a study of what good is or what is right, while morals are defined by the actions we make based on our ethics. Think of it as our codes of conduct type thing. 
virtue is the ability to act morally in your daily life and showing high moral standards and values define the behaviors we see as important like honesty and kindness and loyalty. Where we mess up as human beings is believing that all of these words are the same even though there is quite a bit of difference between them and that difference is what makes the world go round. So with all of that in mind, do you think it is possible to find an ethical common ground just as like a state, even a country, or even like a planet, or just as an entire human race altogether? Ask yourself that question. Let me know what you think because I don't really know if I think that's possible. But that brings me to our next point, which is universal values. Do you think they exist or do you think that this is just a construct made by man to control other humans? The more I researched this topic, the more I found that there is no such thing as universal human values that are actually set in stone that everybody believes. Everyone has their own way of interpreting what they believe is wrong or right. And ultimately, the only similar values that I found over dozens and dozens of articles were peace, freedom, human, dig human dignity, social progression, and equal rights. And even sometimes, because as much as people are going to be like, Cindy, you're literally a crackhead, like, that's equal rights is not a thing, because obviously it's not. But I feel like people like to pretend they're offering equal rights when they know damn well, like women <laughs> women have no damn rights in this country yes i'm still pissed um but some examples of universal values that i found that seemed complete completely biased were fertility democracy and pleasure how we will ever be able to be entirely sure that what we deem as right or wrong is actually right or wrong i have no idea how we think like just because one person says so that's the way it's that's the way it's done but apparently that's how this country thinks <laughs> so every country or society needs universal values as a way to set the pace on how people will behave and what to expect of one another which exactly why that's why i think like universal values is really just a construct made by people so that they can control us and how we think Many people believe that without shared values, the world would resort to violence. However, take a step back to, and think about what happened in our world the past few years. So just close your eyes, envision this, really put yourself into this position, and then let me know what you think. According to the key statistic articles published by Brady.org, 321 people are shot every day in the United States. 111 people are shot and killed, 210 survive gunshot injuries, 95 are intentionally shot by someone else and survive, 42 are murdered, 65 die from gun suicide, 10 survive an attempted gun suicide, and 1 is killed unintentionally, 90 are shot unintentionally and survive, 1 is killed by legal intervention. Sorry, I had to pause to make sure that's what it said. That's what it said. One is killed by legal intervention, four are shot by legal intervention, and survive. One died, but the intent was unknown, and 12 are shot and survive, but the intent was unknown. So with those statistics in mind, really take a step back and think about our universal values. Do you think these values hold true for the United States of America, you guys? Really, really ask yourself that.
like just pause this whole podcast i'll give you a second think about it and then come back Another statistic that challenges universal values in the United States, according to the NAACP.org on police brutality, 1,025 people have been shot and killed by the police in the past year. Since 2005, 98 non-federal law enforcement officers have been arrested in connection with fatal on-duty shooting, and to date, only 35 of these officers have been convicted of a crime. And that's bullshit. Sorry. No, actually, I'm not sorry. Often, a lesser offense such as manslaughter, manslaughter or negligent homicide rather than murder. Only three officers have been convicted of murder during this period and seen their convic- convictions stand. Another 22 officers were acquitted in a jury trial and nine were acquitted during a bench trial decided by a judge. Ten other cases were dismissed by a judge or a prosecutor, and in one instance, no true bill was returned from a grand jury. Currently, there are 21 non-federal law enforcement officers with pending criminal cases for fatal shootings. And somehow, this slips through the minds of those who do not suffer these tragedies on a day-to-day basis, and people will shrug it off and say, it's not my kid, it's not my problem, but just wait until it is. And then suddenly, you guys want to raise hell. Does this hold up to the definition of universal values? Are we ethically or morally correct to ignore that kids are being gunned down at a place they're supposed to feel safe? That other human beings are being killed in their own homes because of the color of their skin? So again, tell me how this is equality and how you guys care and yada 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 because obviously, in my opinion, universal values are literally like, it's trash, it's not real. They don't exist. In addition to said universal values, another dilemma we face in ethical thinking is how we were raised. And you guys know I will stand on this hill until the day that I die. A person raised on love, money, and happiness is a lot less likely to think like a person who was raised on survival, poverty, and depression. A person raised on love against a person raised with survival is, that's probably not gonna work. And people always tell me like, Cindy, no way like love is love they can love each other but when you two are fighting because one person's telling you that you just need to be happy because life is rainbows butterflies and joy while the other person is literally fighting for their lives because they're struggling in debt or struggling with depression or struggling with things that they don't speak about then let me know how well your guys's relationship is going but Our shared moral values are what is supposed to keep us civil and balanced, but how do we know who's right and who's wrong? Your values are always seen as the things that are good or important, but values are usually justified by your opinion or religion, culture, environment, or even circumstance. Let's take this this touchy subject of abortion, for example. A Catholic or a Christian is going to tell you that, that the cells in your body have value, that this is something good. But really, that is a value being justified by religion. Humans are allowed to feel however they want to. However, when it comes down to stripping others of a right to choose, this is where it becomes ethically and immorally correct. It's unethical and it's immorally correct. What many people have confused in ethics is morality. 
these two honestly just need to be kept separate in my opinion because yeah you guys can say that you think something is not morally correct but that doesn't actually mean that it's actually like immorally correct or if something is even morally correct for that fact. Our upbringings play a big part in how we think about the world, and according to an article published by the American Psychological Association, growing up poor can influence people's sense of control, and in turn may lead them to more to more impulsive decision-making and quickly giving up on challenging tasks in uncertain situations. According to a new research published by the American Psychological Association, two people with different childhood backgrounds are likely to respond to uncertainty in different ways, even if as as adults, they have a similar, I have no idea what that word is, socioeconomic status. Wow, that's wild. We found that adults who grew up poor were more inclined to consider difficult and uncertain living conditions as beyond their control, while those affluent backgrounds found them to be within their control. This leads to different reactions to the same situation. So will there ever be a change for the world to have universal values when we carry such heavy ethical dilemmas and difference of opinions? And I'm going to say no to that one. No deal, Howie, because honestly, universal values is a joke. The greatest dilemma of all is the broad range of ethical orientations we use to define the way we view the world. For example, there is a non-normative ethics which describes moral actions to understand why we act morally, but refrains from making any sort of judgment from the group that is being studied. While normative ethics makes judgments about the groups and expects this to be the way we act, like this is quote quote supposed to act. There are also normative ethical categories such as deontology and teleology. Teleology. If I'm saying these words wrong, I'm sorry, but you're listening anyway, so. (laughs) A popular view in today's world is ethical realism. Relativism. (laughs) This is the idea that there are no universal moral codes. That the concepts of right and wrong are completely dependent on culture, time, and place. Ethical egoism stems from philosophers believing that we should choose the morality of a situation on how the consequences affect us personally. I wish I would have looked up how to say this word before I came on this podcast, but I literally forgot. And so now I'm dealing with the struggle of of pronouncing you Utilitarianism promotes everyone's best interest. It supports acting morally when the end results produce the best possible outcome for everyone involved. This brings us to the deontology ethics, which includes divine command, natural law, and Kant's categorical imperative. The divine command theory is believing that we should always do the will of God, and natural natural law states that humans should live accordingly to the natural occurring laws found in nature. Kant's categor- categorical imperative wants a person to be able to decide for themselves what they deem moral and immoral, and for many philosophers, virtue ethics was the preferred method, method of ethics 
They believed instead of finding universal rules, ethics should identify character traits of a morally good person. Having so many variances of ethics puts a strong strain on our universal values, especially if someone believes that their way of thinking is the only correct one. A fundamental approach to ethics that seems to be one that I learned leaned more towards was the one that I can't pronounce, of course, the utilitarianism. <laughs> Although this is something the world is unlikely to achieve, it seems to make the most sense to me, honest, honestly. So this approach in ethics states that the standard of morality is the promotion of everyone's best interest. Util I'm so sorry, oh my gosh. Utilitarianism makes it a point that we act morally when the outcome of our actions result in the best possible ratio of good and evil for everyone involved. There are basic points that make up this form of ethics, and one of these points is that the purpose of morality is to make the world a better place. The second is not about having good intention, but that mor morality is about producing good consequences. The last point is that as a society, we should always do what will bring the most benefits to humanity. The goal of utilitarianism is to provide the greatest amount of good in the world. The reason I believe this is unattainable for the world is because this demands that everybody do the most for humanity and to put all their interests aside. And obviously human beings are selfish and they always want to believe that their way is the right way to do things. And the next reason I believe that this could not work because it means that there's a form of injustice within it, honestly. Because if somebody thinks that it is wrong or something is wrong, that doesn't necessarily mean it's wrong. Therefore, if you punish someone because you think something is unjust, doesn't mean they actually lack innocence. So, ultimately, everyone's a little biased and all forms of ethics have their pros and cons. Can all of these differences of opinion survive in the centuries to come or will it continue to, or will we continue to be at each other's throats as a society, as a race, until we all disappear. I do not think it's realistic to have a 7 billion people behave morally. It's not in our DNA. It's not who we are. We all have a moral duty to treat human beings equally. However, this is something that may never have equal footing. There are many factors that make up our views on ethics, like our upbringing, social status, traumas, race, etc. So that's why I deem it impossible to ever have common ground with any of these ethical dilemmas. So with all of that information in mind, all of that information in mind, and all of my bad pronunciations of things, I hope that you guys will look into this and actually, like, give yourself, like, not necessarily a title, but, like, really look into what you believe ethically and really, like, take a dive into the libraries and stuff. And people are probably gonna give me shit because I still say li libra library instead of library. <laughs> you're like, girl, you're in college and you can't pronounce that right. But you know, as long as I can spell it, I feel like I don't need to say it right. <laughs> anyway, um, I hope that you guys are having a fabulous Thursday. Today's Thursday. Tomorrow's Friday. Thank goodness. Um, a fabulous week. I really encourage you guys to go back to school if you haven't because I'm learning so much. Like it's given me purpose, I guess. 
not necessarily purpose, but it's actually given me a reason to like look into more than what I normally look into. Like, yeah, I like to keep myself informed, but this was like pushing the limits because I was like reading articles at work for 7,000 years about ethical dilemmas. And trust me, there's a lot of them. <laughs> so anyway, it's getting hot outside. Remember that you're drinking your water and that you're wearing deodorant and that you're taking showers and taking care of yourself. Make sure that you um, do your homework if you have any and um don't forget to eat today <laughs> remember that you can find me on all the social medias twitter instagram uh what else twitter instagram i think that's it honestly because i'm really never on any of those <laughs> but remember that you can find the podcast on those if you have any suggestions go send a comment or a dm on the on our instagram and let me know what you want to hear about next uh yeah but anyway stay peaceful stay passionate and i will see you in the next one bye